0: Here we go!
1: Neutron proton mass defect, lyrical oxidation, your irrelevant mass spectrograph, your electron volt, atomic energy erupting as I get all open on betatrons, gamma rays, thermal cracking, cyclotron, any e and every mic you're on, your uranium, if you're always uranium, molecules spontaneous combustion. jump Law of death, proportion gain. Ink anyway, weight, I'm every element around.
0: Welcome to Spark Science. I'm Regina Barber-DeGraff, astrophysicist and educator. Today um, we have a guest host. Jordan Baker could not make it today, so just like my previous guest host, this one is also related to me. My sister, prosecutor Maylee Barber. How's it going? I'm also an eighth grade science champion. Are you really?
2: Yes, I actually. Am. Oh, okay.
0: And I want to apologize to our listeners. She has a very similar voice to me. <laughs> so this this show is going to be great for you. I brought a prosecutor onto my show, my my sister and her friend and colleague Officer Vince Sayonati. How's it going?
3: Good. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, and we're
2: going to talk today about the science of speeding tickets and I am super excited. First, we have to say that Everything we say is not a representation of where we work
3: <laughs> nor is it the view of my employer or the agency that I work for.
0: Mm. Yes, and dramatization may not have happened. Right. So you were actually told that you you could be on my show but you weren't going to be like our city thinks all these things and
3: Right.
2: Right. Well, I think it's you know, it's a good suggestion either way. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not giving legal advice out that That sort of stuff, too. Right.
0: She doesn't give legal advice to me, listeners. It's true.
3: I usually have to give her legal advice.
0: Right. Do you?
3: Yeah. No, you can't do that. That's against the law.
0: That's not true. (laughs)
3: <laughs> are you kidding me i could tell you stories really oh yeah that
0: is what we do in spark science we tell stories of human curiosity that's our tagline don't laugh at me mainly she's laughing well, Our listeners... she lived
3: with you for a long time she yeah wrote...
0: like my whole life it's because we're twins we are not twins so listeners we will post pictures from this interview and you'll see that we look nothing alike uh we grew up, that up in that is li- true yeah. i
3: can i can vouch for that there People you go nothing alike
0: We grew up in Linden, um, Washington, together, just with Jordan. So Maylee's kind of sad she can't see him today. But in Linden, people thought we were twins. Everywhere else in the world, we are not. So what we're going to talk about today is we're going to... I want to talk about, like, radar guns and what you said, lidar guns. And we're going to talk about what the difference between those are. We're also going to talk about, like, accident recreation. Because as a physicist, I know something about that. But before we go into that, I want to talk to both of you about what is your science background and why did you become what you were so they might not be linked at all
3: <laughs> I yeah I don't have a science background not at
0: all like you don't have any like when you uh, were a kid you like oh, this Oh you know I
3: had like the the science kit that you used to have it as a kid that you would mix chemicals together yes. and start small fires yes uh maybe I've had to disclose in a background investigation that I used to make pipe bombs when I was a kid. you know things like that. <laughs> right. you know
2: let's clarify. initial background like to become a police officer, Correct. not like you got in trouble later on.
0: right
3: No, when you have to you have these questions you have to answer when <laughs> yes. you get and Just before you get polygraphed.
0: right. So before s- you get poly wait, every cop gets polygraphed.
3: Oh, yeah, Psycho- I, I would go through a psychological evaluation. Wow, you didn't have know to that? do that. No. Mmpi wow. which is totally crazy created by a crazy person i'm sure so we they give you a list of questions right and it's like it's a check the box have you ever made explosives check
0: check yes have you ever
3: caused a you know committed arson check oh no like and then the polygrapher comes in he's like laughing i said what's up he goes i've never had anyone check all the boxes Ooh,
0: but you (laughs) still passed yeah a plus
3: a plus i passed
0: so you did. I mean, so you did like science as a kid. I mean, in yeah, a way, right? In a way, you liked things that exploded, like right. most people do. Did you always want to become a police officer?
3: No, oh no. <laughs> uh, I started when I was 16. I was a volunteer firefighter. Oh, okay. So I worked with cops as yeah. a volunteer firefighter, and I became a resident firefighter in a in Maple Valley. Okay. Yeah, and I was a resident firefighter there, and I hooked up with one of the volunteer lieutenants who was a King County deputy.
0: Okay.
3: And I went for a ride-along, and I thought I was This hooked. is awesome. This is awesome. This is like, you know, all the, the adrenaline and the chasing the bad guy thing. Yeah. Being a firefighter, it's like you had to wait for a call to come in. It was kind of boring. You know, it was right. exciting if you had to go help somebody, but I right. liked being active and being out in the public. And I like talking to people. Yeah. Which is 99% of my job is talking which to is people. Which is what you're
0: doing here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to talk to how many people.
3: listeners do we have.
0: We actually have a lot in the Netherlands all of a sudden. That's he- weird. Hello to the Netherlands. I think Hello, it's my Netherlands. I think it's my last name De Graaf and they're like, "Okay, this this lady's cool." But yeah, we just got a blow up from the Netherlands recently. Wow, wow. That's about impressive. Um, um, I know. We're going to
3: hear about the American law enforcement. <laughs>
0: right, they will. Let's hope they don't judge harshly. So you wanted to become a cop. Is the is the whole ri- rivalry between firefighters and cops is that real? Cuz I see that on TV a lot played it, up. Is that real though?
3: It is real. We joke. <laughs> we joke about it, right? You know, and I have a ton of friends on Facebook that are firefighters, right? And we joke on the scene, right? You know, to relieve tension, right? Uh, it's always it's, yeah, yeah.
0: Sometimes it's sad.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. It, it usually is if we're there, right? So, and it's a it's a way that we it's a a, ban- a friendly banter right. back and forth. So it's and a friendly rivalry. I've been rivalry. on both sides, so right. it's, a, it's a friendly ri- rivalry.
0: Okay. Yeah. And do you have like baseball teams where you like really? <laughs>
3: Go oh, we used it. to. Yeah. Yeah, not so much anymore. <laughs>
0: okay.
3: Because when you get hurt as a cop, you're done.
0: Really? Oh, that's yeah. true. We used to
3: have the the bacon bowl in Pierce County. and it was a, a charity that. Oh, uh, good. You uh, the the police and fire would would play each other, and sometimes it was uh, police agencies against police agencies. Oh wow! And
1: uh, like
0: internal affairs.
3: Yeah, I never <laughs> seen that show.
0: I haven't either. Okay. I don't watch cop shows. We will talk about pop culture towards the end, but I do want to bring that up. That like my sister over
2: here, the one that has the similar voice. You like law shows, isn't that right? I do. Not Gina here. Um, (laughs) I will watch anything that has to do with. Uh, legal drama.
0: Which makes me a liar because I was telling people that lawyers don't like law shows because my husband, who's a lawyer, doesn't. But you do. You like Boston Legal and all that kind of stuff. But it's not accurate. Just like you said, you don't watch cop shows because it's not accurate. I'm guessing is the reason.
3: Well, no, it's not accurate at all. <laughs>
0: well, I think there is. There some, are some, some accuracy. Some, there are
3: some, but it, I I just don't like the way they portray police officers in some of the shows. What about Brooklyn Nine
0: Nine? I love that. Never show. seen it. Oh my God! Maybe that's the one show you might like. Now,
3: I, what I did I used to watch was the um, Reno 911. Yes, that was that, that was an awesome parody. That's so great. That was a, that was a parody. Well, <laughs> for some.
2: I thought it was a reality show. It,
3: it depends was. on where you work.
0: Yeah. Melee, so you tell me, I actually know of your science background. We were science like champions. champions. You were in the eighth grade. I was in the sixth grade. That's correct. And then we went to the science center in Seattle. That's correct. What was your, how were you a science champion? We had to like do an experiment to get in the, in the program.
2: So what was that? I showed how water bugs float. Yes, I
0: remember.
2: How do they float, Melee? I don't remember.
3: <laughs> She's not a scientist. It had
2: so, you like used like butter. Do you not remember? It was I did. Like... I took a needle, uh, like a sewing needle, covered it in butter, mm-hmm. and placed it on top of water. Yeah, which I learned from a book. Yes.
0: Yeah. So you do remember.
2: That's that's basically the extent of my
0: science the Bugs knowledge. have
3: butter on them and they float. That's what you got. Yeah, like that? oil.
0: Yeah, I did. Um, why did the sun rise in the east and set in the west? <laughs> I'm not Eugenia. trying to. So, why did you become a lawyer, Maley?
2: Why I became a prosecutor? Why I became an attorney? I don't know. Pick one.
3: Because she couldn't get into astrophysicist school.
2: That's very true. The she answer take... is because I'm not as smart as Eugenia. No, I... that's what
3: she wanted and to hear. thank you. No, I thought you <laughs> were going to say That's for listeners.
2: It. Last math class I took was junior year in high school.
3: <sighs> wow
0: let's talk more about this lidar and radar class or whatever
2: certificate i don't listen to my sister i am only listening oh. to, <laughs> to officer vince sayonati <laughs> <That's> here <fine. laughs> he's he's definitely more entertaining um uh, so it's know. it's a class that you have to take as a, a to, to become
3: an operator uh to be able to use them in the field you have okay. to go after training and
0: we're going to take for our listeners we're going to take pictures of all these radars while we're playing with them later on we're going to go into the into the road and scare the drivers of bellingham and take some readings and how long is this class? Like, what do you learn?
3: When I, I went like through- like a whole day. Yeah. Wow. It, mine was longer, because it was back in the 80s when I went through the LiDAR school. The 80s, that's when I was born. I know.
0: It was a long class in yeah, the 80s. Yeah, I, wow. I,
3: I want to say it was a 40-hour class when I went through, but- Wow. My memory's not all there. Right. <laughs> no, and, and back Officer then,
0: Cyanati is not very old.
3: Even when I started, they didn't have LiDAR. I had to go to a, an eight-hour course just to get updated on LiDAR.
0: Talk about what the heck LIDAR is. And you have right in front of you what it stands for, like L-I-D-A-R. What does that stand for?
3: Light Detection and Ranging.
0: Okay. So it's
3: using, basically, uh, I dumb it down for attorneys so they understand.
0: Right. And I, I have to I... dumb it
3: down even more for the citizens that right. are sitting on a jury because they think everything's CSI and, and right. they watch all these cop shows and they it's... don't realize there's it's completely different. Right. So basically, uh, it's a laser that's measuring time and distance. Right. And it's it's uh, reflected off of the vehicle or the target and comes back to the radar unit, and it tells me the distance and their speed. Mm-hmm. But the most important thing behind that system is the person operating it, and that's the officer. Right. I have to visually see that they're speeding. That's mm-hmm. the first thing. Okay. So I, I'm not relying just on the LIDAR. This is
0: a check, basically. Right. Okay.
3: And when you've done this long enough, and-, and you know, as a driver, how fast you're going just yeah. by things going by you. Right. Um,
0: Unless everyone on the freeway is going, it's the, going, the, same, going at the same speed. Which sometimes but happens. It, and it that's does hard. happen.
3: Uh, the operator of the unit visually sees the speeding vehicle mm-hmm. and says, hey, that guy's going really fast. Yeah. How fast? faster than the speed limit, so then I use the LiDAR to dial in the exact speed. Mm-hmm. And I've done it long enough that I'm within a mile an hour or two, usually two miles an hour, I'm plus or minus.
2: Well, your guess is what you're
0: saying. Right, I'll
3: look at somebody going, hey, that guy looks like he's doing about 55 in the 40. Oh, he's going 56. Well,
2: wow. it clarify, it's not a guess, it's an estimate. Right, it's right. It's an estimate. <laughs> Ye-
3: guessing, guessing is not scientific.
2: It's true. Thank you for
0: that lesson for both of you. <laughs> you're you're <right>. welcome. <laughs> Does the detection of the LiDAR does it depend on, like, the kind of car and the kind of, like, surface the car has? Like, if you have, like, a car that's, like, just primer or something. No. Because like, th- the reflection coefficients, right, right. are going to be different for well, different Well, it's either, object.
3: there's either a reflection or a absorption or right. a refraction. Right. So, the things that we target on the car mm-hmm. are the flat surfaces, the reflective surfaces. So, if my primary okay. target yeah. on a car is the front license plate.
0: Ooh, okay, yeah. Most
3: okay. people don't have a front license plate.
2: Oh,
0: that's true. Which yeah. that, that's is an is in the state
3: of Washington. You're wow. required to have both front and rear.
2: It's $136 ticket. Auto dealerships don't put them in front. And I think that it kind of just, they get the car that way. That's what I feel like well, a lot of people. That's
3: one of the reasons. Uh, another reason is that some of the vehicles aren't designed that have that up front. So then they mm-hmm. have to buy a add-on oh, bracket. Got it. So that costs more money. Got it. Okay. Although they're driving a $50,000 vehicle, they don't want to spend another $50 on a bracket.
0: These cars that don't have the front are usually the nicer cars.
3: Yeah, sometimes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Just
0: just wondering. I'm just wondering these things. And, okay.
3: there, and there, there are some people that live in an area that might have photo radar or photo mm-hmm. red light. Uh. They think that if I don't have a front license plate, I'm not going to get caught.
0: Mythbusters, uh, one of our um, student intern editors here told me about Mythbusters, and they were talking about this idea of a, of a speeding camera. And, and in U.S., you only need a picture of one of the license plates. Like, you just need – and I think in it's like – It's the rear usually. It's the rear, yeah. And in the U.K., you need a picture of like the front and the back. So it's like much easier to get out of speeding tickets apparently.
3: And in Washington State, you cannot record the driver in, a, in the image.
0: Oh, okay.
3: Which is odd. In other states, you can. Okay. Uh, there – and it's all about legislators – you know, and people not wanting to get caught. Imagine you, your husband, gets a speeding ticket right. and you want to know who the woman is in the front seat
1: ah. next to him.
3: So they restrict it to back image only.
2: That can't be the only reason. Well,
3: that's my opinion. Not
2: the opinion of the city. No, yeah, but we don't currently deal with No, we don't have
3: that. We okay. did in the past. Okay. And it wasn't received very well by the citizenry. Ah.
2: But I mean, they – could- you can understand why you would want to have it. You know, you can get an officer off the road and, and you can ma- maintain an area to where, you know, maybe a school zone. Right. So people can watch their speed. But then you kind of lose that human element. You know, I think, you know, I would argue that a majority of people speed. And, you know, either you are get caught by the police officer or you don't. And yeah. when you have photo enforcement everywhere, there isn't that human element that's gone. Right. And, and that's kind of um, – do you think it reinforces know. the stereotype of Big Brother? Uh, I
3: don't know. I, I, I don't think. Know. A, I love
2: 1984.
0: Yeah, you do. Maybe not. a you little bit.
3: The major complaint that uh, we received was that they didn't have that human contact. Right. And people felt that they might be able to talk their way out of a ticket versus there's no talking your way out of a picture.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: You
3: have to go to court and talk to the judge and see if the judge will reduce it or, or dismiss it.
2: My or sister. hire an attorney. Right. Yeah. My sister
0: did point out she apparently did read 1984. I didn't. I did. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, the the human element, too. You're shooting the um, LIDAR at the the license plate. Then it comes back. What is the difference between how you use the LIDAR versus how you use the radar?
3: Well, the radar is more of a shotgun effect. It's a broader uh, beam. So you're you're broadcasting a Doppler beam that's a wide path. Okay. So you're picking up all the traffic. Okay. Okay. The particular uh, radar that I have is a... uh, directional radar so I can lock out either vehicles coming at me or towards me or I can do both. I right. like it. Okay. So if, if I'm working an eastbound lane and I don't want to catch the westbound traffic, right. I can just use the eastbound, you know, the towards me versus going away. Okay. So I can be more discriminative of my target. So I use basically radar I use on multi- two lane road uh, generally not multiple multiple lanes because then I got to say, oh yeah, it was that car and he was going faster than the other car, and it's just more explaining to do in in court. Okay. Where the lidar is vehicle specific. Okay. This particular lidar has a magnification of six power. Okay. So it's kind of like I tell people the the radar is the shotgun and the lidar is the sniper rifle. God. Because
0: that goes over well, I'm sure. Oh uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> Well, it, it, and I've, I've explained that in court too, yeah, that's to great. the judge that this is a, I can target a specific vehicle in heavy traffic. Mm,
0: okay.
3: So on the radar, I would have to switch it over to faster target. Somebody's going real fast behind a semi-truck that's going slow. It'll discriminate or, or lock out the, the slower moving vehicle and pick up the faster one where the LiDAR, I don't need to do that. I just pick the faster one. Right. And people like will say, well, it wasn't me. You got the other guy. And, um, and,
2: and remember, the lighter is, is a laser. Right. So he can also measure the distance at which – where he's standing to where the person he's – Right. So their speed. So they can me- – you can
0: measure the distance because we know the speed of light. So therefore, if we know once it comes back to the, the measuring device, we know exactly how far it went. Yes. And, and, so, and it's and, instant. Right. Because it's at the almost, speed of light. Almost instant.
2: Pretty right? – cl-
3: for for a, <laughs> as far as humans are concerned. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. And both of these are handheld. So the ones that he's talking about, his radar is handheld and his LiDAR is hand- handheld. What we haven't talked about is moving radar, which... Um,
3: I have on my motorcycle Ooh. moving radar. And with the LiDAR, it's a smaller beam of light. Mm-hmm. And and if they don't have the front license plate, I just switch to the headlight. Okay. Because what's behind a headlight? Um, a mirror. Yes. It's shining the light back out.
0: I'll, I thought you were going to be like the, the image of the person looking into I'm super confused. <laughs> yes, yes. The, so, the mirror, Yes.
3: Behind the light is a mirror reflecting the light back so you have the ability to see better. Right. So I use that as my secondary target. Okay. Because that will reflect the light back to me faster. Or not, you know. We're not talking faster as far right. as we can perceive, but it it locks faster.
2: Right. So if they I, don't have that front, plate. so can I talk about some of the arguments that you're going to hear in court? Yeah. Which are please. you know you're a good co-host. The uh, oh, thank you. So the officer must have got the person next to me because I was driving you know just as fast as somebody or somebody was was so passing these, me at the these same are the time. Excuses you hear? Correct. Right. Right. Okay. So what do you say to that?
3: Well, when it's the LIDAR, arts, very simple, and I've uh, actually put in my notes that. You know, they'll, I tell, I write in my notes what they tell me. It wasn't me, it was the other guy. And I explain, well, no, actually the other guy was going 50 and you were doing 56 when you were passing them. Because I'll, I'll target the vehicle next that's going slower, then I'll target the vehicle going faster. And you were passing that other vehicle or you were gaining on traffic. Mm-hmm. I had a guy the other day say, well, I was slowing down. I said, you're right. You were slowing down because I got you at 58 the first time in the 40, and I locked you the second time at 56. Wow. So you slowed by two miles an hour in in a second.
2: Well, what if you got confused? Well, what if I was in this vehicle? And if you're looking at two different vehicles, what if you pulled over the wrong vehicle?
3: Well, because this has the magnification. So I know it was your vehicle because I put it on your license plate. I can actually read license plates with this at 200 feet.
0: So he's saying, "Why well, this?" He's pointing at the. I'm pointing at the,
3: the lidar.
2: Yeah. Well, so you do you hear these arguments a lot, Melanie? Absolutely. And, and one of the other bigger ones is, um, well, when I looked down, I was only going, you know, five over the speed limit, and he said I was going twenty. There's no way because when I looked down and I saw him behind me, I was only going five.
3: Well, by that time, I've already got them.
2: Right.
1: You
3: know, <laughs> when I looked, I said, "Well, yeah, you looked after I pulled out. I had you 150 feet from me. you. Didn't even know I existed." and people don't realize that they were caught long before I pull out.
0: Right. So th- they they're reacting to seeing you in the in the corner of their eye and then they're slowing down. They're like, "See, I was going right. slower." Got it. It's reaction time.
3: Yes. I Which see. is about 1.5 seconds for the average person that's not looking at their phone or
0: It's 1.5 seconds. I just had reaction yeah. time on my midterm and it was 0. 0.5 seconds. I should have made it longer.
3: Well, I should say that when we do collision investigations mm-hmm. Uh, we use the uh, reaction time of 1.5 seconds because it gives the benefit of the doubt to the person. And oh, it all depends. So we, okay. we're always trying to give the benefit of the doubt to the person. Yeah. So that – and when we when we talk about it later, I'll explain that uh, we use different ranges of coefficient of friction of the roadway to show them a different range of speeds right. that it could be.
0: So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be outside – measuring people's speeds and melee and um, sorry, Prosecutor Barber. And Officer Cyanati and I are going to go measure some speeds. And then when we come back to the um, studio, we're going to talk about coefficients of friction and, and basically accident recreation. Radar gun, radar gun. I'm making
1: money and I'm having fun with my radar gun, radar gun. With my brand new radar gun. And one of them stop down on
0: brand- All right, so we are outside and we are playing with the lidar first. I'm here with Officer Sinati and my sister uh, Maylee Barber.
3: All right. So what you'll do is uh, take that. Can okay. I hold it down? yeah, you hold it down. There you go. See it? I haven't set on pulse, so it's okay. sending a pulse LIDAR signal. Okay, I got it. So every second it's sending a signal beam out.
0: And it has um, signage. It's saying like negative 5 miles yeah. per hour and positive 5 miles per hour.
3: And, um, because the target's either going towards you right. or away from you.
0: And what's great for my physics students, see, coordinate systems matter. I'll yes. Keep, I'm going to do a, um, a taxi now.
3: You're not going to get him because he's going, get that car right through the intersection. Okay. He's Going a little fast, yeah. Pres- re- pressing the wrong button. Ah, wrong button. <laughs> That's all right. There'll be other cars.
0: So yeah, so it's a it's a boxy device. It kind of I'm looking through, kind of a.
3: It's a monocular.
0: Monocular, yes. I'm gonna do this one right here.
3: They're going pretty slow. You gotta be going at least five miles an hour.
0: Okay, got it. Come on, truck. I'm waiting on you. No, <laughs> I think they're all super scared of me now. Everyone is slowing there's down. There's a there's a crazy
3: person pointing something at me. Right. People are calling 911 right now.
0: I'm with a cop though, so how dare they? Oh, he's going 15, 14, 15. Now, yes, as, as this is angle, awesome. as your angle
3: as your angle changes, yes, it's going to change their speed a little bit. Right. Usually, what what I would say is in their benefit because it's going to show a lower speed
2: because okay.
3: of, of the cosine angle.
2: Well, I was going to say it's you know this is a very valuable lesson because there's a lot of attorneys that argue you know, against tickets like this and have never seen um, a lidar or a radar before, and uh, you know. In court, Oscar has actually shown defense attorneys for the first time what a LIDAR device looks like. So it, this is something that, you know, the general public doesn't usually get to look at and see. Yeah, I agree. This is very informative for me. And I would, I would encourage people to go to their local citizens academies in their police departments. And, you know, you get to see what it's like, um, I guess, to be a police officer from a citizen's point of view. And you get to see a LIDARs and radars, uh, among other things.
3: So, this is a stationary handheld radar device. It has, if you want to take a look there, I'm going to hit the test, and it's going to do an internal diagnostic test to show that it's working properly. It's going to go through the speeds. Can you hear the tones there? Yes. That tone, because you're kind of a science person.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of, yeah.
3: Yeah, a little <laughs> bit, maybe, A little bit. Uh, yeah. is actually from the movie Top Gun.
0: Oh my gosh.
3: Yes. I thought you would like that. The <laughs> the radar lock goose, I'm too close for guns. Uh, or Too close wow. for radar, I'm going to guns. Yeah, that's what that sound comes from. All right. All right, um, so here, here's So I'm going to do the tuning fork to so show you how we check tuning fork. And then you get the... And then you get a reading of 77 miles per hour. That is awesome. Is, corresponds with the tuning fork. Right. The other tuning fork is set, like I said, at 33. So then we'll set it again.
0: Him hitting the tuning fork, and then the radar recording 33.
3: So, I have to do these checks before and after work to verify that it's working properly. Right, Still, it's then still it's, good. And then it's documented. These are checked yearly, which is by state statute. You said Without it, it, I'm useless. Without <laughs> me, it is useless. Mm, okay. Um, that comes from a movie, if you know what movie No, I don't from. know oh. that
0: movie. Is it like Jerry Maguire or something? No. <laughs>
3: Uh, full Metal Jacket. A
0: Full Metal Jacket. See, uh, that movie's been told to me that I need to watch it many times.
3: Okay. That- 17 miles an hour. See the T? That means he's going towards me. Okay. This car going away from me. See how it says A. He's speeding up.
0: So that, that weird, like, sad sound is the radar gun. Right. As,
3: <laughs> as the speed increases, it's a higher pitch. Right. So that is another check that I have to verify, yeah, that's the vehicle, it's the, the visual I see of that vehicle speeding is consistent to the tone that I'm hearing and of the speed being displayed on the radar.
0: back in studio now we we've just come back from basically scaring bellingham drivers and they saw us out there with the lidar and the radar and they've slowed down a lot i think yeah we made it a safer place you're welcome downtown bellingham there we go yeah.
3: For that moment in time they slowed down
0: they were very cautious these prosecutors that are in court and they've never seen this this lidar device which we're all kind of commenting that it looks like binoculars right so well, they just never seen it before I don't know if the citizens really do not believe you can do it because they don't have a lot of science background or they just really hope that you can't do it. I don't, I don't know what it is.
3: I don't know. Uh, you know, everybody's different. Yeah. And uh, some people are very understanding. It's like, yeah, I was doing it. Sorry. Yeah. You know, take mercy on me. And others are like, screw you. I'm going to fight this to the imp because you're wrong. Right. I don't care. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. Right. And I tell people, it doesn't hurt my feelings, go to court. Right. Then they have to meet your sister and that's not so good.
0: Right, exactly. If I'm a citizen and I'm speeding and then I get pulled over, what is the best, best odds
2: for me to get a warning instead of a ticket? The one that really doesn't work is I really have to go to the bathroom. I am so sorry. I'm driving fast. I just really have to go. That one never works. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. let's go through the ones that never work. That, that, it's helpful for well,
0: our listeners. Well, that one
3: never works because I already know how many bathrooms they passed.
2: <laughs>
0: and he, and he and will, I put it in
3: my notes. He
2: will write in his notes. <gasps> you've you've passed seven perfectly clean bathrooms.
3: Yeah. So, you know, That's I've right. had a few tried to do the pee-pee dance in their car. I got to, you know, cross it. They're like, they're going to go really yeah. bad. Well, you passed five gas stations and, mm. you know, uh, three Starbucks. And you yeah. couldn't use any of those. Yeah. Well, I had one woman saying what she was speeding because she just started menstruating. Because you're a male
0: and she thinks I, that you yeah, would freak it's like, out. Yeah, right, like, I care. You're like, I, I have daughters next. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> really? That's that's all you got? Uh, so,
2: um, your profession? Yeah, I'm an attorney, or I'm a I'm firefighter. A really? Um, How let's dare let's you some do professional this to me. Courtesy. Right. That doesn't work.
3: It, it, it just depends, and, and if it's something I was going to warn somebody on, something on anyway, yeah, I, they're going to get a warning regardless. Okay. If they're going so fast that I, I've already made the decision that they're getting a ticket when I stop them.
0: Okay, so that's a good so, thing to tell people, like it's pretty much decided it's decided
3: by by me you're going 15 over the posted speed limit i've already made the decision you're going to get a ticket it might not be for 15 over a lot of times i write it for less than that i give them a break yeah and i note it in my notes and i put it on their ticket i put
0: i gave you a break well no it says
3: (laughs) it says actual speed so i I explained to him i said listen i wrote you for 10 over instead of 20 over so i cut it in half i note it on here so the judge will see that that you are actually doing uh, 40 and a 20. Wow. And I only wrote you for 10 and a 20.
2: hmm Well, and here's the and other 20. thing. Because you know, I remember being pulled over, you know, back in the day, and I actually had my driver's abstract with me, and I have had no tickets on there. And I remember saying to the officer, like, I'm a very good driver. <laughs> and I even brought out my abstract. And, and they don't see people's history, you know? And so... They can't see that you've had twenty tickets or zero tickets. The, so co- uh, the police officers can. I usually. Oh, well, we, we I shouldn't can say they can't it. see, but okay. they we typically re- don't see.
3: Yeah, I I typically don't check somebody's driving record unless it's really bad. Mm. Like I stopped a guy doing seventy four in a forty, and he was kind of sideways drifting in a curve.
0: Ooh.
3: And so I walk up and I said, hey, "You know, license registration proof, insurance things is what I'm stopping you for." and He's like, "Yeah, I know. I was going pretty fast there. I, I was slowing down though." <laughs> okay, but you're still going 74 in a 40. So I, I want to check that guy's check right. his license. He's suspended for, and he's got a, a six-page. And the dispatcher will tell me, yeah, he's got a six-page ADR. Uh, <gasps> my response is, yeah, no shock here. Wow, because he's got you know doing 74 in a 40. Wow. So you'll you know when somebody's a bad you know aggressive driver versus right. soccer mom who's late for. Getting your kids to school or whatever.
1: Right. Schedule 19 on a special election. Got our money problems. Right. Man, dropping them limits like a hot potato. 50 down to 30. Oh, man, oh, man.
2: to add that you know when I do when it finally comes to court and I do talk to a defense attorney about a ticket I try to give people breaks who are honest so in the officer notes if it says I'm sorry I was driving fast even though that's like a slam dunk for me you know hoping that the tickets um all good in, in that sense I'm gonna give that person a break over the person who was um you know maybe not as cooperative or someone who just flat out says no that's not true when we know the science behind it, it, it is true, and right. so are so using these devices, being is honest is going to help you. In m- hopefully, at least in our jurisdiction, it will. Wow.
3: There are it, you have the two extremes, right? Know? And you get some people that cry, or
2: does the crying work?
3: No. <laughs> no. Again, I you know. I'm stopping him for a reason. It's usually 15 over. Most cops don't stop somebody unless they're doing what my saying has always been, nine you're fine, 10 you're mine.
0: That's a saying I've heard many, many times.
3: So, you know, when you're going 10 over the speed limit, that's that's a little excessive. And a lot of people, that's their major complaint. When they call people or or police and they complain, it's not about my house is being broken into all the time or there's murders in the street. It's in our community, it's somebody speeding by my house. Children are going to get hurt. Well, yeah. hurt and, and you're not doing anything about it. And
2: I mm-hmm. think that's a good segue to accidents because speed kills. Yeah. Like, flat out speed kills. I, yeah. And you know, we speed deal with... Speed
3: and inattention.
2: We, you know, yes. We deal with DUIs and whatnot, but speed is is scary. Right. Uh, like our listeners know, I teach physics and,
0: and in my um, first year physics cl- course, we talk about um, friction with the road and we talk about... There are these tire marks on the road. And you can actually measure the distance. You know, you can say that if I know the distance and I know the car eventually stopped, then I can go backwards and use physics and use kinematic equations and find out what that initial velocity was. If you actually calculate that initial velocity and it's well over the speed limit, then this person is going to get a, you know... I don't know, arrested and well, it ticket depends. or something. Right? Yeah, and, and it
3: really depends on yeah. that speed. Right. Was it? Is it, you know, Was they, it like, and what it did. Right. Did they run over a pedestrian right. that they could have avoided? Right. Had they been doing the speed limit? Right. So we have to do, you know, time distances. Yes. Um, figure out the coefficient of friction of the roadway at the time. Right. Which we give, you know, a generous um, right. reading on. Right. So we'll go, you know. Two or three points above and below, just to show a range, and you're only right. cha- you're only changing that speed from 35.4 miles an hour to maybe 35.7 miles an hour. Right. Is that 0. 0.7 really going to make a difference? Yeah. But we're showing that we're trying to be fair and right. giving that person the uh, benefit of the doubt. Right. So you always give those ranges. And um,
0: for our listeners, coefficient of friction. We're just saying that, like, you know, for instance, maybe um, tires on a road. Um, the, the friction that those tires experience versus the tires on a wet road is going to be different. So that coefficient of friction is d- um, like telling these officers, telling scientists that that it would be different resistance for, in those right. two different situations. Which will cause
3: a shorter <clears throat> or longer time to slow down exactly. or stop. Officers are really only going to calculate that if there's any question of speed involved. Okay. In, so let's say somebody gets rear-ended. Okay. And there's a lot of damage to the car and there's a lot of skid mark. Mm-hmm. And the guy's only, and the person say, oh, "I was only it's 25. I was only going 25." And right. you look at the marks one, that's not possible. Right. Those marks to me say you're doing at least 40. And then you so can then we'll, you can do
0: the physics. Then and we can do the physics
3: and do that yeah. and say, no, actually you're going 39.9 miles an hour. Yeah. And that's giving you the benefit of the doubt.
0: I love it. I love that because my students actually did that that problem in class, and part of the problem was um, it was a problem that my friend another professor had written, and it said like. Make sure your calculations are correct. You might have to testify in court. Who actually writes? Because uh, you'd shown me kind of like some of the, the physics that cops actually do or police officers do. Where does that come from? Where's the source of all of those um, kind of case studies and all those problems and kind of those formulas? Where did do, where does the uh, police well, the department get those from?
3: Reconstructionists. Okay. That were actual scientists that dumbed it down to cops so that okay. we can punch in a formula. Right. I'm, I'm a, uh, what's called a, a technical reconstructionist. Oh, cool. So there are, th- there are four tiers of, of collision investigation. There you have your basic, you have your advanced collision investigator, you have your technical collision investigator, which that's what I have. Okay. And then you have a reconstructionist. Okay. And the difference between the, the tech that I am mm-hmm. and a reconstructionist, the reconstructionist can tell you how they came to that formula. Okay. Right. They go into the science of right. it and break it down. I can go and say well I was trained that this formula is used in this instance and this is why I used it.
0: So does each like department have a reconstructionist or is it like a kind of a state thing or it really Like de- could I get a job as a reconstructionist? You could
3: if you went to the training. Oh my god, I want to now. And then you could work, in, <laughs> oh work on work on the private side. And there are a lot and you would have a uh, you could work what we call the dark side. Mm. And they go against yes. they they go against the police officer and say mm. well my and they try to get their client off by using Different formulas, or yeah. uh, you know, different things. And I've been in a couple of civil cases where that's wow. occurred. Wow! Um,
0: I'd bet I'd get paid more though.
3: You would because <laughs> yeah. you have this thing called PhD behind your name. Yeah. And you're a rocket scientist or an astrophysicist. Mm-hmm. One of those. One of. Yeah, not probably, a rocket scientist. both. Well. But what I I've do, never made a rocket. This is not rocket Yet. science. Yeah. <laughs> we Yet. we dumb this down for the street cop. Yeah. We only use these when there's a real severe collision. Right. Right. Death serious injuries where um, somebody's uh, life has been altered permanently and there's going to be civil lit- litigation. Ugh. Whether that civil litigation may be against the agency you work for because of a roadway design, okay. whether it's going to be uh, used uh, because the vehicle they were using was defective. So we look into a lot of different things in a collision that's real serious. Normal fender bender, it's not going to get investigated like this. Okay. We do a simple report. Unit one hit unit two because they weren't paying attention. Right. They were into somebody. Usually, you know, w- w- like pimpco pain. Uh, right. That's what we call somebody it's like, oh, my neck, I'm paralyzed, but they don't have the damage to their vehicle. Oh, okay. So it's like, th- then we look at K- yeah, so kinematics. So yeah, kinematics, we, yeah. We look into that, and I can actually say that I've gotten a complaint because I told this woman that she was uh, what we call, it's a scientific term. It's called LLPOF.
0: I don't know what that is. You don't? No.
3: You're a scientist.
0: L-L-P-O-F.
3: L-L-P-O-F. I'm
2: a little bit afraid of what that stands for.
3: <laughs> liar, liar, pants on fire. Oh,
0: okay. oh
2: yes. Okay, good. I'm familiar with the pants on fire. Yeah. Defense and prosecution.
3: Yeah, so we're like, uh, this is a LLPOF. Got liar, she, liar, pants and on she fire. she got super mad. Yes.
2: So when you're in court, have, have you... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I see people's pants on fire quite a bit in Right. Court. <laughs> Smoke alarms go off.
0: So when, when you are in court and you... Have you ever had these these people actually try to use science, use physics for their defense, and then have somebody like um, Officer Cyanotti go against them? Well, you know their
2: claim. In my level, I don't really see quite a bit, but I do have Officer Cyanotti in court quite a bit, and defense attorneys will know when they come to my jurisdiction. He's usually in there, um, and so. Um, can't really fight his tickets. I mean, his tickets are really good. And all of our tickets are pretty good, are very good, I should say, actually, our traffic unit is um, amazing. But I do have certain, you know, collisions where I have actually, um, I have these little foam Cars and I have a foam. I know this sounds ridiculous. I have a foam like van, different cars. I think I even have do a you foam have phone taxi. People? I don't have foam people, but <laughs> I
3: and I. Think we could use a flat Stanley. with you.
2: That's right. Officer Sainati uh, does use them, and I do use them in testimony to show when you have multiple vehicles and really who I'm showing. The evidence to is the, is the judge, right, at a, at a contested hearing. So this is a civil infraction. And so it really does do a good job at showing the judge what happened visually. And then witnesses will come and use it too. And sometimes even the defendant, because um, I can call them to testify against themselves because they don't have a Fifth Amendment right in okay. kind of civil hearings. And that's really? one of the reasons why I have them phone, by the way, so that they can't be thrown as projectile <laughs> objects. Oh, my um, God. That's Correct. So, um, and yes. so he's used them in a couple of um, collisions that I've dealt with, and you know, one of them that comes to mind was there was tracks or prints Your, in a snow, yes, a, a snow it, collision. Uh, wow.
3: Well it was actually uh, it was uh, frozen fog, frozen so free- fog. We had freezing fog. Freezing.
2: That, what is freezing
0: fro- fog?
3: Well, it's foggy out. Yeah, and it's below thirty-two degrees, oh. so as a fog. As it, it crystallizes, it it touches the ground okay. and forms uh, kind of a, a white.
0: Okay. It, you know how
3: when you wake up in the morning, you look outside, it's been cold out. And it's like, oh, it looked like it snowed. Right. Well, the like fog. Like a frost. Ca- right. Okay. It's a frost, but it's caused by fog.
0: Okay. Got it. So there's
3: limited sight distance. She, The woman came around a curve, and it's a curved road, and she um, went up on the, cur- up on the sidewalk. And she T-boned and,
2: another vehicle. Yeah. Ooh.
3: So she'd lost control because of the icy road conditions. And um, there were prints on the road that showed the direct travel of the vehicle. Right. And... The pa- and how the the tire marks swapped over as she was rotating the so we can the tire marks really just tell us what the vehicle did
0: right and, and officer sayonati is moving yeah, his I'm hand because he's imagining that foam vehicle that he's yes. playing with it i'm and,
3: rotating the car yeah. in a in a counterclockwise right. circle
2: so this is how you
0: how i'm italian
3: you, i talk with my hands right. so <laughs> he, he, i'm very he, bad at radio
2: <laughs> no it's okay he uses, he uses the you know the little foam cars but it helps but also we have photos you know he in all of our officers do a really good job at taking photos, and that that definitely helps down the road. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, that was a really good um, that was a really good case. The other thing, uh, did you win? Of yes. course, <laughs> well, <laughs> of course.
3: Well, I'm, I'm looking at this attorney; he's asking me questions. I'm thinking he is not a criminal attorney. He is not. He's got to be like a civil guy f- that does divorces because he doesn't know what he's talking about.
0: Because Meili just
3: well, no, crushed I, him. I mean I just have enough time on that I can say and I'm looking at Maylee and she's got these evil look in her eye like I am going to devour you
1: (laughs) I was born
2: with that look that's right you were um, (laughs) I'm scared of it still the average like the average citizen I do every once in a while get people who argue um, a really technical argument but I want to say like nine times out of ten while they're talking i'm googling exactly what they're saying and i can see you know a lot of times people get you know arguments from like an australian website was one of them um it's just random stuff they found on the internet and which i like, just repeat what i see on the website right and um it usually doesn't fly very well mm. I,
3: I would recommend to your listeners if you want to want to fight a ticket by all means go ahead yeah. that's your right but don't do it yourself because yeah. you're not mm-hmm. going to be able to look on the internet, go into court, and even sound like you know what you're talking about. And it's it sad because I see people do this, thinking, "Oh my goodness, what are you thinking? I'm an attorney." For them. Yeah, because there's like you don't you're randomly talking about things that make no sense at all because you read it on the internet, right? And it has no bearing in a lot of cases. And the judge is like, um, "That has no bearing here. You can't talk. What are you talking about?" Right. And they and they they try to confuse some facts and. Right. They don't know. You, you don't represent yourself. Right. Hire somebody that does and, it for and a that's, living.
2: And that's the answer when people ask me, like, how do you beat a ticket? And right. the answer is you hire an attorney. Well, that's my answer. V- Vince has another answer. Let's take a break. And I'm going to, before we take a break, I want I want you, Maley, to say the one line that you learned in law school, right, about representing yourself. What was that line? Everybody knows this line, but I, yeah. I'm i going to mess it up now. It's like the second year of law school. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Um, uh, a person who represents himself has a fool for a client. That's Right. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going
0: to talk about pop culture and how Boston Legal and other cop shows are talking about speeding tickets, are talking about defending these speeding tickets, and maybe it's super inaccurate.
1: Me and my go patrol car, cruising on the parking lots at the shopping malls. Scanning those dashes, those mirrors and visors, the little detectors that ruin it all. trying to Cog 1 on a maybe 16. Up slow, just as close as I can Millowatt seconds on maximum we'll dust that puppy with one small of
0: my Welcome back to Spark Science We're talking about the science of speeding tickets and we just talked about lidar guns, radar d- guns, accident reconstruction but now I want to talk to my co-host who is also my sister, uh, Malee Barber and officer Vince Sinati and we're going to talk about pop culture. We're going to talk about, let's say, I'm just going to throw something out there, Super Troopers. So awesome gonna,
3: movie. If we're going to talk Loved about it.
0: speeding and we're going to talk about science and you know TV, let's talk about Super Troopers. So how accurate is Super
3: Troopers? Not at all.
0: Okay. No, Not- syrup is tasty. This is at the very beginning of the show, this idea of seeing your profession on TV. And that's something we talk about on this show. You said that you do like law shows. I do. I love it. Okay. But where are the inaccuracies of law shows? And also, also for Officer Sayanadi, where are the inaccuracies of like any, any sort of cop show when, I know you don't watch them, but maybe oh, well. you saw some. Well,
2: starting with me, and I talk about this with the colleagues all the time, we don't typically do closing arguments in a minute and a half. Um, usually you can't get people on the stand to start yelling that they um, are guilty and confessing. <laughs> yeah. Right. The, the crying um, and confessing. Right. I have had someone, you know, jump up and start Pointing at me and screaming at me and calling me devious because I was asking questions, of course. Right, but that rarely happens. And you know, I've been practicing for almost ten years, and that doesn't happen. My it's entertaining. It's entertaining, but it doesn't happen. Vince will probably have more to say about. I mean, there's there's a lot more cop shows than there are. I feel like like actual courtroom dramas, but because right. you're not in the courtroom that much.
0: I, one inaccuracy with courtroom dramas that I remember um, when you were in law school and my uh, my husband. Just finished law school, so he had his first job. Somebody was talking about Boston Legal, and they wanted to go watch you two because you were interning in the in the trial because they really believed that like an accident would happen, and then the next day people would be in court, and then the next day
2: somebody would be convicted. Like it's that quick,
0: and it right. just doesn't. Ha- that doesn't happen.
1: Right? No, so. it
2: doesn't. Um, I mean, I think juries are as crazy as they are on TV. Definitely, <laughs> you know, opinion of my sister, not of her. So. No, and I, and, I, <laughs> and that's sometimes a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's <clears> a you know, it's a good thing, and you get people of all different you know backgrounds. But you know, sometimes you go into a trial knowing. Um, I think right in Vaudier or jury selection that you're tanked. I had a back in the day when marijuana was illegal. I had a, a marijuana trial and. You know, one of the questions I asked in jury selection was who here thinks that marijuana should be legal? And every single person raised their hand, (laughs) every single person. So you're like, how am I going to pick my How am I going to prosecute a crime that all of these people believe should not be a crime? And so and that's something that you battle with (laughs) as an attorney or a prosecutor. But um, yeah,
3: I'll be I'll be the nerd and actually come out and say, uh, as a kid, Mm -hmm. I watched Chips. Okay, which is why I wanted to be a motorcycle cop. Well, yeah, I grew up. I mean, that was Those cool. guys were
0: awesome. That is well. hilarious. <laughs> yeah.
3: But the reality is, I live in Washington State. It rains here a lot, and it's miserable out there on a motorcycle <laughs> when it's raining.
0: It's not like Hawaii or California. And I'm sure
3: every motorcycle cop out there is going, yeah, I hate going and working the rain, but that's what we do.
0: I also... Thought about the CSI and thought that would happen. I was nine; Maley was eleven. Our house was actually robbed when in San Diego we we so lived in. It's a burglary. Burglary, sorry. Robbery is <laughs> with...
3: when someone comes in with a gun and. Oh, sorry.
0: Burglary. We were burgled.
3: Burglary. I was nine, I hate and she, it when that yeah.
0: And this was in San Diego. We were living in a not so great place, and we came home, and all of our stuff was thrown around. My like Linden Lions Bag that I just got, and my new Walkman that I just got for my birthday stolen. All my dad's like, he had these like coins were stolen. Collectibles. Collectibles. But the people that came in and burgled, they went into the refrigerator and they took a <laughs> giant bite out of the block of cheese and drank our Sprite. And that like enraged me. And I told, as a nine year old, I told the cops, why can't you get dental records off of that bite the of the cheese? It was a
2: perfectly, it was perfect. like, like the bite was perfect. Right,
0: right. I and totally I was, remember this. And I was like, why can't you get dental records? <laughs> like, f- as a nine-year-old from TV, right? Right. So, and I was so offended that the cops did not, like, listen to me. And I was like, are you going to catch this guy? He's walking around with a linen lines bag. He took my bag.
3: And people think that <laughs> right. we have all this evidence right. on everybody in the world. We don't. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, was nine. Okay. <laughs> I know. But, I, but even adults think, well, right. they, they left this behind. Right. Well, okay.
1: Right.
3: How do I, you know, I'll, I'll take pictures uh, and we'll try to lift fingerprints. Right. But. Uh, they got fingerprints from to, the Sprite
0: bottle. Right,
3: but they you did. But they have to be on file somewhere. Right. That means they had to have been committed, uh, arrested for another crime and fingerprinted before right. for us to find them. Yeah. Which, you know, that could take years.
2: Yeah. And statute limitations. Yeah. Yeah, on certain crimes, but there are, there are you know certain movies or TV shows that are realistic or elements that are realistic. That's what I was going to ask. And I was thinking of one actually for you, not for our profession. Okay. But I remember when we watched Monsters University. Do you remember that cartoon? <laughs>
0: yeah. One of the best uh, movies on um, higher education I've, that that has been made. And so okay. in this
2: cartoon. <laughs> at the university, these two students end up, the main students end up cheating. Spoiler alert. Oh yeah, spoiler, sorry. Spoiler alert for (laughs) those of you who haven't seen it. Who haven't seen Monsters University. We're going to tell the ending. They end up cheating and they get, kicked out of university yeah, and they are actually you know prominent in their field and people could be laughing if, if they've seen this movie because I'm yeah. talking about it so professionally but they're prominent in their field but they had to work from the ground up because yeah. they got kicked out of university for cheating. They and don't I'm- have
0: degrees. They went from like the mailroom of Monsters, Inc. Mm-hmm. to all the way to the top because y- if you cheat you can no longer be a student. Like if it, I mean you shouldn't get like you know so many tries if you flat out cheat you're gone
2: right so and so. I remember you know, talking to you about that and you were like this is so realistic yeah. <laughs> like monsters monsters inc yeah listeners monsters Monsters
0: university <laughs> I was very proud of that because I was like you know if, if you you have to have some standards at university and and that and the end of that cartoon wasn't like oh you know they're good kids let's let them stay no it was like they there are rules and they broke them and these are the consequences at least then that pop culture and these CSI shows and these other shows, they do show like horrible consequences for bad decisions. That's at least one thing that they do. If you watch like, you know, um, Law and Order or CSI, it's always like these kids making horrible decisions and then horrible things happening to them. So maybe the silver lining of this is yeah, that I don't maybe it, it can scare kids. But maybe not.
3: I've always said that it's uh, 90% of the people are good people. Yeah. They make a mistake. Yeah. Some own up to it. Some don't. Yeah. It's the ten percent of the people that cause ninety percent of our problems. Yeah. It's really a small uh, minority of people that really cause heartache and discontent uh, right. in the community and right. cause
0: problems in any community. You're saying there's yeah, like this, anywhere this this ten oh, yeah. percent. Whether it's whether it's, it might be smaller. Let's hope.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you know, you got to look at the, the the you know everything from domestic violence to. Uh, heroin addiction to theft which mm-hmm. is caused by the heroin addiction right uh, there's a huge problem in our state with with mm-hmm. uh, heroin abuse which spurs uh, property crimes because that's how they uh, make their living yeah to buy their next high
0: do you think that's really portrayed properly in the media um on in pop culture and stuff and people's don't... perceptions of who actually is doing these things
3: no because they're no. Yeah. they're they're high school kids right there are moms and dads that do it. Right. They're You know, that's right. it's a, uh, a sad thing, but they get hooked on prescription meds first. Right. And then it leads to the heroin because it's just another opiate. Right. They can't get the other opiate mm-hmm. legally, so let's get the illegal one. All right. And you wouldn't yeah. even know it. You probably run into students all the time that, you know, yeah. are on heroin. They mm. maintain it. Right, and I, until I do think. Of and,
2: I mean, think about some of the the better TV series in the past couple of years. I mean, drugs are kind of glorified, yeah. Um, and so that's something that you know, uh, Vincent, I deal with on a daily basis, and in my in court is mm-hmm. where I deal with it, and he deals with it on the street. And so that's that's
3: super. They, depressing. they show up to court strung out yeah. all the time, all the time, and it's like uh, this guy's high or,
2: or
0: drunk. Alcohol,
3: yeah. Drunk. Drunk. Someone Does.
2: twice the legal limit. Yesterday,
0: so so is that like, so if we wanna want to finish up this pop culture segment, is that why some people don't watch? Um, who actually do the profession as like a lawyer or a police officer? Do they not watch those shows because it's kind of depressing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think thanks. Mean, I think, that's, I think that's the answer. Yeah, because that's why you should watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. I feel like they should give me money because that show is not depressing.
2: It is a great show. It is, it is a great show. But yeah, but again, I mean, there might be people who are listening and are like, you know what? I don't like police officers. I don't like prosecutors. They're the worst. Yeah. Um, but someone has to do this job, and right. And you know, Vince does a really good job at keeping our streets safe. And a lot of people probably don't like that because they're going to get tickets. But and then um, in in my office, I always try to think about you know a couple things. I care about accountability, behavioral change, and deterrence. And and that's kind of what I deal with each case that I. I look at it, including traffic infractions. Right. You know, how do I make it so that this person either learns their lesson on, and doesn't come back? Because I don't ever want to see people again. Right. And, and I know Vince doesn't either, I'm sure. Yeah. Right. And,
3: and it's very seldom that I get the same person twice.
2: That's actually refreshing, though. That's
0: a. It does
3: happen, but it's seldom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I got one, one lady. It was like every week, same time, same place. Like, <gasps> Have you not learned I sit here?
0: And that person, Are you, are you friends, friends now?
3: No. Well, it, she was kind of weird. She was like, <laughs> I think we're dating. I'm like, no, no, we're not. <laughs> said, are we dating now? Because you've stopped me three times. I said, no. It the means first you're... time you're talking on your phone. The second time you're talking on your phone and speeding. And the third. Just escalates. It, yeah. It's like you're getting worse.
0: I, I feel like I want to end on that. Well, I want to say thank you. I, I don't. Um, hate police officers and prosecutors because I feel if I did I would get in trouble right now but uh, I do want to thank you for coming all the way over here because you this is not your jurisdiction and for driving all the way here and showing me the devices and I wanted to say thank you
3: well, you're welcome yeah. thanks uh, for on. having I, us
0: I had a you're good welcome. time talking about I all hope this your stuff.
3: listeners had a good time <laughs> yes and
0: keep in mind listeners hire an attorney and speeding kills yeah. and, and how do you beat a ticket how do you beat a ticket
3: don't get one to begin with <laughs>
0: Thank you for joining us. We just spoke with Officer Vince Cianati and Prosecutor Maylee Barber about the science of speeding. If you missed any of the show, go to our website, kmre.org, and click on the podcast link. Our show is entirely volunteer-run, and if you would like to help us out, click on the button Donate. Today's episode, The Science of Speeding, was produced in the KMRE Spark Radio Studios, located in the Spark Museum on Bay Street in Bellingham. Our producers are Eric Faburetta and Nathan Miller. Our theme music is Chemical Calisthenics by Black Alicious, and our feature song today is Radar Gun by the Bottle Rockets. My
1: brand new radar gun. Lead gold. In iron, platinum, zinc, when I wrap your think. Iodine nitrate activate. Right uranium, the only difference is I transmit sound. Balance whistle balance, then you add a little talent in. Careful, careful with those ingredients. They can explode and blow up if you drop them and they hit the ground. <laughs>